Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. Welcome to a new week here, live on Football Full Circle on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius XM Channel 159. I am Ben Stevens, alongside the mastermind of the pigskin in Joe Lisi. We are here with you to start this new week on FFC, where we'll start with some college football conversation because, Lisi, the Stanley Cup is now done. The College World Series also crowning a champion in the men's tournament in Omaha yesterday. It's really majorly baseball, a dash of the WNBA, but it's off-season for the NFL. It's off-season for the NBA, and it means that we're getting close in these summer months to turning our attention to football, and that's what we do here on Football Full Circle. You can almost smell it, right, Ben? It's in the air, right? The precipice of the 2022 season. We're right here, baby. Coaches calling out other coaches within the conferences. We have a lot of recruits making decisions and making noise, just like Arch Manning did last year. And we're starting to, uh, last week, excuse me, and we're starting to get rumblings about specific NIL deals or pay-for-play. Is it good? Is it bad? I don't care. All I care about is week number one, August. 27th, Ben. Let's strap it on. Let's get it on. Let's pick some winners and let's watch these games play out for the 2022 season because that's what it's all about for me. I am chomping at the bit for the upcoming campaign. You know I am as well. And I think Joe brings up a really good point, right? In this point of where we stand in the offseason, we're two and a half, three weeks away or so for most media days around the country. It's all conjecture. It's all speculation. It's all conversation about things not only for this upcoming season in 2022, but in years beyond that. Because in college football, it's all about blending the optimism for the future as the recruiting cycle never stops, especially now in today's current climate with NIL and the transfer portal with what is happening in the present your outlook for an upcoming season or games to be played on the gridiron each and every Saturday afternoon with also blending in the past not only the tradition of your program the expectation level based on that but maybe how you performed last year was it a disappointing campaign were you better than you were expected to be it's all that that works into the weird cosmic environment we have in college football and it's what makes it so much darn fun which makes it my favorite sport, and I know that of my co-host as well, in Joe Lisi. And, Joe, I think some of the things that I enjoy most 
are the fun times, the comical nature of conversations that stem from rather serious changes in college football. That would be name, image, and likeness, NIL. And we got some reports late last night that a four-star quarterback has recruited to Miami. His name is Jaden Rashada. If he ends up playing for the Hurricanes, he would be the second highest rated recruit at the quarterback position in the history of Miami football. That says a lot, obviously, with a program of this much of an illustrious status. However, the conversation around Jaden Rashada is not just his commitment, Lisi. It's how much he committed to Miami for. Now, Miami has been known throughout this NIL process to be one of the first programs that have truly used a booster back collective to entice players to come to Coral Gables, maybe for what some would consider pay for play. Not NIL necessarily, but large payments of money, almost a contract offer of sorts to come play your college football at this specific institution. There is a Miami mega booster by the name of John Ruiz that is known to the NCAA and is certainly at the forefront of this NIL booster back collective. Is it fair? Is it NIL? Or is it just pay for play, the big boogeyman that nobody wants in college football? Because according to a report, Lisi, from On3 Sports that covers college football with the best of them all around the country, Jaden Rashada turned down millions but will still have the highest known NIL deal for recruits in history. The report goes on to say that Jaden Rashada's NIL deal after committing to Miami is worth reportedly again nine and a half million dollars and that apparently by this report he turned down 11 million dollars from the Gator Collective that would have backed him in pursuing an opportunity at the University of Florida still nine and a half million dollars Lisi for a high school quarterback that will get to campus in 2023 it's the new age of college football in the NIL era it is, and you know it's interesting, Ben, is that it's a four-star, not even a five-star, perfect yep. ranking in, in terms of Arch Manning or Quinn Ewers, right? Think about that. They are, Quinn only got 1.3. This kid, Jaden Rashad, is getting $9.5 and 11. I really can't wait to see what he does inside the white lines because you got to be kidding me right now. At the end of the day, to throw that much money at an unproven athlete, especially at the high school level, you're, this is really un- unprecedented in terms of college football. This will make or break the, the college football playoff system over the next three or four years because if teams can start to close the gap on teams like Ohio State, Clemson, and Alabama with NIL deals like this, then all of a sudden, guess what? There's parity. It doesn't necessarily need to be the best product on the field. It's how much money can we throw at these particular athletes to get them to play for a university or a program. And you know, they're just setting the precedent right now. We're going to have mega deals 250 uh, down the road, right? This is the way we're going. 11 million for a kid that hasn't even played football yet. And we'll have to see exactly what the regulations will stand up to be in certain tests of time because the NCAA, of course, punted this all down the road even even though they knew it was on the forefront of college football. We'll discuss more about this NIL deal, and I like Joe Lisi's perspective on it because some might see that figure and say it's bad for the sport. I think you could argue the contrary. Come back and join us on Football Full Circle up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. Back right here on Football Full Circle on this Monday, live on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius XM Channel 159. Alongside Joe Lisi, I am Ben Stevens, discussing a little bit of college football now toward the end of the month of June, freshly into the dog days of summer. But do not worry, summer workouts begin very soon for these college athletes getting back onto campus, followed by media days, and then Lisi, not long after that, followed by fall camp when we can start to actually break down maybe some of the depth charts and the X's and O's that will go into the betting lines for this upcoming 2022 college football season. But right now, we look at the future. And a big story last night, Jaden Rashada, a four-star quarterback recruit out of the state of California, commits to Miami. He would be the second highest ever quarterback recruit for the Hurricanes football program. But the real, real number you need to know, $9.5 billion, which is is reportedly, according to On3 Sports, what Jaden Rashada's NIL deal was worth with the University of Miami. And, Lisi, I thought you brought up a really good point there right before we got to break, that maybe this is actually better for the parody of college football. That a four-star recruit can go get the most expensive NIL deal we have reportedly heard to date to go play for Miami because although they have the history due to Canes, recent results, they haven't really been a factor all that much as a part of the national conversation, at least competing for a college football playoff spot, an ACC championship, or even a national championship. And he decided not between Miami and Alabama or Miami and Georgia. It was Miami and Florida, two big-name schools for sure. But I think this opens up a little bit of parity if they're going to have the money in the NIL perspective to get some of these best recruits in the country. You have to find a way to close the gap on the big boys, right? When you win seven national championships, and I'm talking about Nick Saban, one at LSU and six at Alabama, you need to close the gap or find other ways to think outside the box to lure recruits to your program. Right now, for years, Miami had one of the worst athletic facilities in recent years. When you think about Power Five conferences, Northwestern, that just pumped about $120 million 
million in a few years ago had better athletic facilities than the U, coupled with the fact that they, the stadium wasn't even on campus. So that was another deciding factor why recruits weren't going to, to the University of Miami. Now, if they do have their fan base and their boosters involved, they know that they're going to pump money into the program. They just uh, pumped money in about last year when Manny Diaz was still there to, to go through to upgrade the facilities. Now you have a train in motion. But at some point, Ben, it still comes down to winning ball games. They brought Mario yep. Cristobal in to win big games, not to go 10-2 and two and lose to mm -hmm. teams like Clemson and maybe, mm -hmm. you know, Texas A&M and somebody else that they might play later in the year. You need to step up and win ball games that matter to give your team an opportunity to not only win an ACC title, but more importantly, win a college football playoff or get into the dance. That's been what the U is known for. 2001 is such a long yep. time ago. Mark Rick had this team at 10 and 0, and they couldn't close 12 and 0, 11 and 0. They couldn't close the door against a freshman, Kenny Pickett, on the last regular season game back four or five years ago in Heinz Field. Yep. So they need to get it done on the football field. We'll see if they can do it. That was the year the turnover chain was all the conversation. Now it's name, image, and likeness. And I think what Lisi does such a great job of, given his long-standing history book-filled knowledge in his brain of college football, is providing that perspective. NIL is the present, but also the future. But we're also talking about the present of a Miami football team that has a new head coach and an alum in Mario Cristobal, or at least a former player who played in that Hurricanes football program. Alumni bases, fans, alma maters love when you can bring back a guy that gets it, right? Somebody that knows what it takes to have success at a given stomping ground. Mario Cristobal, who was a heck of a recruiter, or was at Oregon at the very least, should be that guy. But again, we're talking about a Miami team last year that was 7-5, and five, both straight up against the spread. So, it's about Putting everything into context, pairing up the past with the present, this outlook for 2022, and the future after Tyler Van Dyke is done playing quarterback for the Canes, and it might be Jaden Rashada. I do also want to say one thing, because I think a lot of people, Joe, that love college football for the pageantry and the tradition and might think of NIL as this spooky new boogeyman would look at $9.5 million for a four-star, 18-year-old high school quarterback recruit and say, what? are we doing here? This is ruining the sport. This is not what we do, why we do, all that stuff, right? I disagree with that in essence, but we also need to put it into perspective because you have guys like Michael Cospino, who has come to the forefront of being one of the biggest voices in NIL. His law firm has represented a lot of these recruits that have looked to broker these deals with NIL booster back collectives. And he's almost admitting, Joe, to an NCAA violation. Because again, name, image, and likeness is a guy that is paid for marketing deals or things of the sort, profiting off the fact they're a known commodity, a star in this given sport within those given communities. It is not, hey, you're really good at football, come play for our school for $9 million. That's not what NIL is in its essence, or at least what it is ideally supposed to be. But because the NCAA is a sham of an organization, and this doesn't just affect college football, 
football, they didn't put any guidelines or any restrictions in place to prevent things like this that might seem outlandish. So although Michael Caspino can pretty much be quoted in an article, a report, Joe, from On3 Sports saying, yeah, my guy took $9.5 million, but he left a million or $11 million out there if he would have gone to Florida. You're admitting to a violation, but are they actually going to have the foresight or do they even truly have the legal authority to back that up, to prosecute, to try to bust Miami or any of these players on violations? I don't necessarily think so. So it's not necessarily NIL in its essence, and it's an evolving landscape, certainly, that you will see an eight and a half million or nine and a half million dollar deal, excuse me, for Jaden Rashada. But it's kind of the reality that we're living in, like it or not. Yeah, great points all around, Ben, and I agree with you. Well, first and foremost, it's the Wild West. We know that right, right. now. And, and right. the argument is, well, if a kid, let's say that is, let's just say, I don't know, sixth or seventh grade could go on on TikTok, make a video, and all of a sudden become a viral sensation, why can't right. we give name, image, and likeness to, to a college football player that has a special skill set? The issue yeah. is going to come down to twofold. When you have a quarterback that's already making $9.5 million, is he going to be coaching? Is he going to be trainable to progress that team to the next level? If he's making nine and a half million dollars, his position coach is making three forty a year, and I'm talking about three hundred forty thousand a year. Yeah. Is he going to listen to him when, hey, coach, I don't need that? So that's where coaches are are concerned, and they should be because now it's it, that's it. Pandora's box is open. We we throw money at these kids, and now we have to see if they're coachable or even can take the team to the next level. And sometimes right. some of the biggest recruits never pan out. And you can right. go back to the years of, of when I grew up in the year, late 80s. You know, and I, I talk about five-star recruits that never panned out. That's the name of the game. So throwing that much money Certainly. on these kids is going to be really questionable. I will say this, though. You want to talk about another area of growth. It's going to come down to scouting at the high school level, right? Because yeah. you're not going to just rely on max preps or some other, you know, organizations, Lemming and everything else. Because, you know, what if you're throwing $10 million at a kid. You want to make sure you're going to recoup your money in some capacity, whether it be revenue or whether it be wins and losses on the football field. So I tell you what, this is going to open up a huge area of growth within the high school recruiting and marketing ranks. It's a fantastic point there, Joe. Fantastic, right? Because $9.5 million for this four-star QB recruit and Jaden Rashada to come to campus in Coral Gables and lead you to eight wins in a second-place finish in the ACC Coastal Division. Okay, whoop-dee-doo. What is that worth? The revenue is always there for Miami football. They have a large fan base that always has a high level of expectation. But will that NIL money meet the expectation on the football field? We discuss it up next here on Football Full Circle. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. Back right here on Football Full Circle, live on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius XM Channel 159 on your Monday, an FFC edition focusing on college football. I'm Ben Stevens. He is Joe Lisi, and it's an idea in football often, blending the future, blending the optimism you have for future teams, future generations with what is actually right in front of your face in the present. So we talked about Miami, Joe, landing Jaden Rashada, a four-star quarterback recruit out of California for a $9.5 million NIL deal. All of that is future. The current landscape obviously features name, image, and likeness as well, but making sure that money is worth it. Because right now, for Miami, in its first year with Mario Cristobal as its head coach, the expectation is not necessarily ACC championship or double-digit wins or a spot in the college football playoff or contending for a national championship. The expectation right now, Joe, is for Miami to win nine games or at least be right around there with a win total for the Canes at eight and a half. The over, the slight bit of juice at minus 120. The under even money at plus 100. Do you think that's fair? Do you think that's a good barometer, Lisi, for Miami entering this year at 8-5? and five, Or 8.5 eight team win total, excuse me. Yeah, I mean, it has to be. I, I, I really feel that it has to be for, for the U with Mario Cristobal. You lured him back to, to Coral Gables and South Beach because you want to win ball games and you want to you want to challenge Clemson, right? When you see NC State step up last year and knock off the Clemson Tigers in Raleigh and Dave Doran is one of the hottest teams heading into the 2022 season, you have to bring the swag back to the U, right? So yeah. they bring in the former uh, player in Mario Cristobal couldn't get Oregon over the hump. And it, think about it, 9-3 is not out of the realm of possibility if you're a no. Miami team. How many times have we been talking about Miami getting over the hump? The problem has been big ball games, and they have big ball games on their schedule. Last year, they lost to Mike Norvell and Jordan Travis as a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road in Tallahassee. They lost games they shouldn't have last year. I mean, games right. that they clearly could have dominated, they played down to the level of competition. They're eight-point dogs on the road against A&M. They go on the road late November to face Clemson. Those are the two biggest ball games on their schedule. They need to at least win one of those two games. That would be a success for Mario Cristobal. Getting over 500, obviously getting to 9-3, and three, but one of those wins needs to come on the road in College Station or more importantly, Death Valley. 
Yeah, and that will be the conversation, right? Because when you look at where things are for Miami, 9-3 and three is good, but is it great? And would that be, let's say in the future, under Jaden Rashada in the year 2024, would that be enough to justify or make $9.5 million of an NIL, I say in air quotes, worth it? That will be the conversation that we have moving forward. But again, we're talking about an eight-and-a-half win total for Miami this year. First year of Mario Cristobal. Expectation always pretty high there in South Beach for the U. A team that won seven games only last year, Lisey. Both seven and five straight up and against the spread. Won eight games in 2020. Only won six games in 2019. Only seven in 2018. They have been under this number of eight-and-a-half in six of the last eight years so it's an interesting number when you see that eight and a half and have the expectation with the juice on the over that this should be at least a nine win football team but based on the previous track record joe they have been under in six of the last eight years you would think the sample size then dictates miami stays under this upcoming season and oh by the way the hurricanes have only won one bowl game since 2007 one bowl game the russell athletic bowl back in 2016 when mark rick was the head coach they went nine and four and then they followed it up with a 10 and three season the next year so that's where miami currently is not the illustrious past of the 90s and the early 2000s and all of that but where they are right now a team that won seven games last year was seven and five against the spread as well an eight and a half win total for this upcoming season and they've gone under that number in six of the last eight years if they don't get over eight and a half with this schedule, okay, yep. it, it's pathetic. I'm really – then you know what? Maybe you think about firing Mario Cristobal after oh. one year. Bethune-Cookman, Southern Miss, A&M we mentioned, then Middle Tennessee State. At worst, you're, th- uh, you're three and one, okay? Yep. Three and one. Then you face North Carolina in an aging Mac Brown with no quarterback. Sam Howell's in the NFL. A new head coach in Brent Pry in Virginia Tech. They should be five and one based off of October 15th, Ben. Then Duke, a new head coach in Mike Elko and Duke. Okay, six and one. Are we kidding me? Brennan yeah. Armstrong in Virginia will be difficult because Brennan Armstrong, one of the top quarterbacks, not just in the ACC, but he yeah. could chuck it all over the yard. So that's going to be a shootout in Charlottesville. Maybe they lose that game. Maybe they don't, but we'll just say that's a toss-up, right? Six right, and right. one entering their six wins. Florida State, they lost to them last year. Not going to be easy, but they're coming to your house. You have to win a rivalry game in your house, mm-hmm. Mario. You know that as well as anybody, okay? Yep. Georgia Tech, their seven wins, then Clemson. Clemson and Pittsburgh. You got Clemson that has the top-rated defense in the conference and Pittsburgh that has a solid defense. But Keaton Slovis with no guarantee he's going to chuck it all over the yard. And more importantly, they have a new offensive coordinator. And oh, by the way, it's in South Beach. So you tell me, off that schedule, at least seven winnable games and then now the other five games, you need to find a way to coach it up, Mario. That might be a 10-win football team from what I'm hearing and one of Joe's favorite markets on the FanDuel Sportsbook just based off schedule alone for the Canes is to win 10 or more games and that is plus money for Miami right now at plus 250. You would think Miami has the opportunity to do so. And right now, Joe, based where the odds are, Miami is your favorite to win the ACC Coastal Division. Now, the Coastal is the weaker of the two. Clemson has run the Atlantic. 
pick for most of the past six or seven years, especially since ACC football has been dominated by the Clemson Tigers. Clemson had won six straight ACC championships before last year, getting knocked off in the worst year that we had seen for Clemson in some time. They still found a way to win 10 football games. Wake Forest was the Atlantic Division champion last year, and Pittsburgh were the champions of the Coastal. But dating back to 2011, Joe, the 2011 college football season, we have not had a repeat Coastal champion in those 10 ACC seasons in which we have had a division landscape. Of course, in 2020, it was the two top seeds when you added Notre Dame in based on win percentage. But 10 years, the past 10 years of ACC football in which divisions have been in place, we have not had a repeat Coastal champion, which is good news for Miami that last won the Coastal in 2017 because Pittsburgh won the Coastal this year, Pitt as the or this past year, Pitt as the second best odds at plus 300, but Miami, Joe, is your favorite at plus 150. Do you agree? Should the Hurricanes be favored to win the Coastal Division? They should because they have one of the most experienced quarterbacks in the conference in terms of Tyler Van Dyke. Jalen Knighton's a dynamic running back. And they have what, what appears to be at least a top 15 coach. I don't think Mario Cristobal is as elite as many people think, but he's significantly an upgrade from where Manny Diaz and that crew were, right? So at the end of the day, Ben, yeah, they deserve to be there by default. I mean, yeah. think about it. Justin Fuentes coached that team into the ground in Blacksburg. Matt Brown had a significant regression with Matt, uh, Sam Howell in that defense last year, right? Sam couldn't play and he regressed as a passer last year in terms of reads and progression. So think about some of the other teams. You lose the top-ranked quarterback in Kenny Pickett to the mm-hmm. NFL, new offensive coordinator. It's all there for the taking. You can't lose games to Jeff Collins. You can't lose games to a Brent Pry, a new head coach. Those are the games that Mario Cristobal was brought in to solidify for the foundation and success of Miami. If he starts losing those games, it's exactly what Mark Richter and Manny Diaz did. So that's what they need to clean up. And oh, by the way, they need to pound teams into oblivion. And I'm talking about teams that they have a significant advantage over. When you have a done dead and buried rival in terms of Florida State last year, you got to step on their throat. You can't lose a game when you're a two and a half point favorite in the way that they did last year. And they did lose that game as a two-and-a-half point favorite to their in-state and conference foes in Florida State. I think it's a good thing for Mario Cristobal, speaking of asserting some of that physicality to not be playing Utah this year, because we know what happens when Mario Cristobal teams play Utah. But to put this into comparison, Clemson is minus 220 as your heavy odds-on favorites to win the Atlantic Division, making them an odds-on minus money favorite as well to win the ACC at large. Minus 140 for the Tigers to win the ACC. ACC championship, but Miami, given where they are coming from, out of the Coastal has the second best odds to win the ACC at plus 600, followed by NC State at 8-1. to one. Now, if the Wolfpack, Joe, were in the Coastal, they would certainly be my pick, but I agree with you. I think Miami should be the favorite just based on the relative lack of competition, at least on paper, in these preseason months as we get ready for 2022. I know that 
Pitt has Keaton Slovis. I understand they have the same head coach in Pat Narduzzi, but I think losing Mark Whipple is going to be more meaningful than even losing Kenny Pickett. I'm a little bit nervous for what Pitt brings back in 2022. So, yes, I think it is Miami, but, Joe, we're in a wonderful, glorious opportunity. That is a beautiful, unique thing about college football. When you are discussing teams that are always in the conversation of, are they back? Is Miami back? Is Texas back? Is Nebraska back? Can USC get back to the days of Pete Carroll? And it seems like it's up there for the taking. It seems like it's too easy. All they got to do is just go grab it. Then you set up the opportunity to have that high expectation met by disappointing results, which leads to slander. We'll discuss that next on Football Full Circle. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. To move closer to family, live within a smaller budget, or just wanting a change of scenery. Whatever your reasons, having to figure out all the various housing market trends in your area may not be what you signed up for. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in. Realtors have the expertise to help you find the right price and navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. That's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. Back on Football Full Circle on this Monday afternoon, live on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius XM Channel 159. He is Joe Lisi. I am Ben Stevens. The Miami Hurricanes have been a large topic of conversation, but we'll transfer to Florida here in just a little bit. I guess I used transfer without even knowing it. That means we're talking college football on this Monday on FFC. And Lisi, we were discussing Miami's schedule, their current expectation based on what we might expect for the future as well, given the future NIL deal given out to a four-star quarterback commit now in Jaden Rashada. But for this year coming up in 2022, again, eight and a half is the win total for the Canes in the first year under Mario Cristobal. They are they have three lines available right now, Lisey. Do Miami on the FanDuel Sportsbook for this college football season. It starts with week three against Texas A&M, where Miami finds themselves as an eight-point road underdog in College Station. Then as we go on, early November, an in-state, in-conference matchup against Florida State, Miami booked as a nine-and-a-half-point home favorite. And then their second-to-last game of the college football season on the road in Death Valley, 
Valley in Clemson, South Carolina. Miami is a seven and a half point underdog currently live on FanDuel. So only three lines available, Joe, from that early look ahead nature. But two of the three, Miami is a touchdown or greater underdog. Not maybe the most optimistic, but that might also not be where they get to nine wins to go over that win total of eight and a hook. Yeah, they're going to have to pull one of those games out. I really believe that. And we know that Miami typically loses one of the games that they're not supposed to, whether it be to Jeff Sims and and, and Jeff Collins in, in Atlanta. That's a possibility. Jeff Sims is an athletic quarterback. We know that Miami typically struggles with Georgia Tech and, more importantly, Brennan Armstrong. Even though it's a first-year head coach, Brennan Armstrong is a quarterback that could be mentioned with the Heisman Trophy if he had a better team around him because, I mean, he's going to throw for close to five thousand yards this year. I mean, just think about Brennan Armstrong's strength in terms of what he was able to th- do throughout the conference in terms of wins and losses. He, he has elevated that team. So, you know, early on, if I'm looking at the two big games right now, I would say I think I think Clemson absolutely boat races them in Death Valley mm-hmm. later in the year. I think the mm-hmm. one game that they maybe have a shot to cover is against A&M because it's earlier in the year. They're fresher. They've had an ability to maybe you know go into that with a little momentum. Taking a touchdown plus eight points. Maybe they, they lose by three. Maybe they lose by seven. But it's, it's not going to be easy going up against Max Johnson and Haynes King. I would lean to the over just based off the schedule. But I don't mm-hmm. love it. And I'm not a big buyer of Mario Cristobal. I'll say that right now. Good coach, not a league coach, especially in big spots. We told you Miami seven and five straight up last year, seven and five against the spread, booked as an underdog four separate times, three and one against the number. Two of those three covers coming by way of an outright victory as a three and a half point dog against NC State, a nine and a half point underdog against Pittsburgh as well. Miami winning that game 38 34. The one time they did not cover the opening Saturday of the year against Alabama, they were a 19 and a half point dog and lost that game 44-31 against the Crimson Tide. So a good underdog record last year for Manny Diaz in a Canes. We'll see what that means under Mario Cristobal. But again, that's one part of the conversation. One thing we really haven't focused on, Joe, in this Jaden Rashada idea of that huge NIL deal that was such a large number, it obviously carried some conversation in the college football realm, was that he left millions of dollars at the table reportedly according to Michael Caspino the lawyer attorney in charge of a lot of these NIL deals who was representing Jaden Rashada in these negotiations with Miami's mega booster John Ruiz that apparently and reportedly he did not take an $11 million deal from the Gator Collective, otherwise known as, of course, the NIL Booster Back Collective in support of Florida, which led to Billy Napier, the head coach of the Florida Gators, about to enter his first year, Joe, but hasn't even coached a game yet, already having to issue an open letter to fans about the idea they lost out on a four-star quarterback recruit in Jaden Rashada. So things are already off, I guess you could say, to a relatively shaky start in Gainesville. 
Yeah, they are. I still think Napier's the guy. Now, their seven-win total, I don't think they get over this year. I've said it on uh, Football Full Circle on Saturday uh, morning this past week that I think it's going to be a year or two before Billy Napier weeds out the talent that fits his scheme and doesn't fit his scheme. And obviously, I still think Anthony Richardson has a world of talent, but at this point in his career, he's still a raw prospect. So, especially in terms of the passing attack, that's the one thing. Reed's progressions, he's not consistent. I think Napier will work with that over the next couple of years, but I think they're dead under. What's what's intriguing to me about this is obviously Jaden Rashada has talent, right? But Mm -hmm. is it just local talent? I mean, uh, because for the whole offseason, he's a four-star recruit. That's great. But Arch Manning and Quinn Ewers and all the other quarterbacks that that were signed. Alabama just signed a four-star recruit, right, Eli? Mm -hmm. Uh, I forget his last name, but over the past few months, Jaden Rashada, I mean, outside of being thrown a world of money by Florida and Miami, respectively, is it just because he's got a local appeal? Or is it actually because he has a world of talent? Because then, if that's the case, why wasn't Alabama, LSU, Notre Dame, why weren't all the other schools involved? Is it just a local appeal for Jaden Rashada? Because we saw Nico take $8 million from Tennessee. So that's what I'm trying to figure out right now. Why Why are we throwing money at this kid right now. What is it and what's his appeal on the next level outside of just being a four-star recruit? He plays now at Pittsburgh High School in California. Yes, Pittsburgh, California. No H on the end of that like the city, of course, in Pennsylvania. And so he started, though, he actually started in Brentwood. Then he went to IMG Academy in Florida. Maybe that's where some of these Sunshine State ties come from. But now, of course, recruiting by Miami in Florida was the real conversation. Which way? Would he go? But, Joe, I think you bring up a great point. Like, should Florida fans be all that upset? Yes, you lose out on a big recruit, but you have Anthony Richardson there, who's only a sophomore. You still have time to go out and get somebody else if you want to. And even if you miss on Jaden Rashada, does it mean that Rashada, by the time he gets to college, is going to be the superstar quarterback that leads Miami to glory? Not necessarily. Nothing against the guy. I'm not rooting for his downfall by any means, but there's no guarantee just because you offered him $9.5 million and he spurned the 11 reportedly from the Gator Collective to go join and play with the Gators football program under Billy Napier that he's going to be that guy. He's going to be the second coming of whatever quarterback you want to insert here. So I I hear your point, Joe. I think it's funny at times we get so concerned about these big prices in NIL and I get it. It's a changing landscape. It's new. People often are a little bit afraid of change and all these big numbers that we're not used to seeing in college football that maybe we're just happy behind closed doors, but I digress. I still think at the overall conversation at the end of the day, Joe, it's a great get for Miami just based on paper and being a four-star recruit and a highly ranked quarterback coming out of the 2023 class, but it doesn't guarantee any success. It's not a shoe-in that Miami's even going to win an ACC title with Jaden Rashada when he's on campus. Not at all, and the whole ability of a recruiting department and and university, especially with the first-year head coach, right? When you when you look at your your bucket list about prospects. It's risk-reward, mitigating the downside and obviously maximizing the upside, almost like trading. Right? We, we talk about that. So when I see on CBS, Jaden Rashada, four-star quarterback and the number 45th overall player in the class of 2023, should I be wowed by that? 
<laughs> Am I, if I'm the head coach, I'm looking at my boosters and going, let's get real, guys. If you're going to throw $9.5, $10 million at a kid, can we at least get a top 10? Can we at least get a top 5? That'll put us on the map. Getting the 45th best player in terms of the whole overall class of 2023, what does that do for me? That puts more pressure on me now because if the kid's a bust, guess who's going to have to hear the criticism? Good old Mario for throwing $10 million and not getting anything out of an 8-win season. So you really have to look at this big picture. Sometimes now the boosters are starting to say, you know what, we have the money, so we'll dictate who the right. school wants and doesn't want. And guess what? Now you get away from your whole process and philosophy about building a winner. So, you know, the reason why they're boosters and not working in the athletic department is that they do what they do, right? And that's where we have the cross between NIL and the X's and O's. There's a fine line between that. And right now, the best coach to do it is Nick Saban. He's continued to keep that train in motion with all the turnover on the on the player side and the and the coaches side and all the attrition and the boosters and the expectations. That's why he's the best modern day. And you know what? He's the most outspoken recently as well. And although Nick Saban at times will offer thoughts on NIL, and sometimes it might paint NIL in a bad light, do not think that Nick Saban is scared of it. Do not think that Nick Saban will not use it to his advantage because he will, and he already has and will continue to do that as long as he is the head coach in Tuscaloosa. But Lisi brings up another great point, full of great points here today, Joe, in this overarching discussion of college football, looking at the present and battling that with what is happening in the future and the ever-evolving landscape of not just college football because NIL and all these big deals are, you know, most of them take place in CFB, but it's everywhere in the college sports landscape. It's blending all of that with the idea of this is a changing, changing time in college sports. We're already starting to see it happening. The NCA oversight committees at times have changed their recommendations for what it means in terms of the amount of coaches that you can have or people as a part of your program. So, Joe, we're getting to the point now where you're going to have an operational staff, the, t uh, the people in charge of marketing, NIL deals, getting out and making sure we have a big enough base in terms of our recruiting class and all that stuff. It's like the scouting size, or the scouting side of professional organizations versus the actual coaches themselves that are left with roster management and making sure that the depth chart is good and the X's and O's and game plans are followed. Right now, coaches have to do both on the college football landscape. It's a very taxing job to have to recruit 365 and also just be a football guy and coach the X's and O's. So we're getting to that professional landscape, whether you like it or not, and it really always was in terms of the amount of revenue generated off of college sports. But there's going to be that operational side, Joe, and there's going to be the X's and O's side where the coaches really focus on the game plan. Yeah, that's what it's all about, and that's why you see the usual suspects at the top because Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama, they do it better than anybody, and they have kids buying into the process and the program. New coaches like Mario Cristobal are going to have to adjust on the fly because I'll tell you what, he can't do what he did at Oregon, Ben, because you know what? That didn't get him a Pac-12 title, and more importantly, didn't get him to the college football playoff. Yeah, and that's the point, right? And then how is the money paired with the results? That's the great conversation that we'll continue to have throughout the next coming years in college football. Is it worth it? 
Yes, the boosters have the money, but is it worth it to pay somebody $10 million to go 8-4? and four? Is it worth it to try to lure a recruit worth $5 million if it's not even going to be there for that long of a time, if he goes to another school in the transfer portal and then he gets recruited for that wild amount of money? So much goes into all of these conversations. We hope you'd enjoy the perspective and context we have provided here on Football Full Circle on this Monday. A couple more minutes left on the show. Join us after the break. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. Back for just a few more minutes on Football Full Circle on this Monday, live on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. I am Ben Stevens, alongside the mastermind of the pigskin, Joe Lisi. Now, Lisi, let me ask you a question here. We started with most of today's discussion around the ACC. Miami has the second best price at plus 600. NC State the third at 8-1, to one, but the favorites, once again, the Clemson Tigers, minus 140. Last year in 2021, Joe, was the first time in seven years Clemson had not won an ACC championship. Six straight prior to the 2021 season. Do you think Clemson gets back on top of the ACC in 2022? I do. I don't know if they make the college football playoff, but I'm fairly confident that they get back to the ACC championship game and win it. And I actually took them. I took them one leg of a parlay that I'm already involved in. I took a minus 140, Ben. So I think they have clearly the top front seven within the conference. Obviously, quarterback is a concern. Running game with Will Shipley is good. So they're going to have to change their identity, right? Last year, they tried to force the square peg into the round hole offensively. If they could get over the hump be a little more balanced than what they were last year, stay out of long third down situations, I think they have an opportunity to get back and win the ACC championship. So I'm a backer of them at minus 140. 
It was a disastrous year in Clemson, South Carolina. They had never seen anything like it. A team that had made six of the first seven college football playoffs entering last year, and they still won 10 games. They won their final six games of the regular of the season, and they covered in five of their last six as well. The only time when they whooped on UConn but didn't cover as a 40-and-a-half point favorite. I think Clemson is going to be just fine, and the minus 140 price, not all that steep for a team that has dominated the ACC over the last decade. He's Joe Lisi. I'm Ben Stevens. This was Football Full Circle on a Monday afternoon. Up next, you're on Sports Grid Radio. It's the Money Line with Donnie Wrightside and Kevin Walsh. Stay right here. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.